Yo, we are back for another episode of What's Good With You. And I got beans here. And I got a special, a very special old friend of mine, Ayo, from the Uncensored Podcast here. I am so happy to have her here. Everybody give it up for Ayo. Yeah, give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Hi, guys. Um, Ayo has a podcast called Uncensored Podcast where you guys talk about new music and yes. the new trends in music. Yes. And Ayo is somebody that I've known since she was... Probably 17? Yeah, you know me since I was 17. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've known her. She's she's grown so much, and she's so intelligent and just somebody who I've always wanted to have on the show. So I'm happy that you're here. Thank you for having me, first of all. I'm really excited, guys. Um, and yeah, you see me grow. Yeah. Like, quite literally. Right. From a kid to a young woman. So. I had a little bob. <laughs> yeah. Like, weave and all that. Right, right. So, first, I wanted to ask, how has your guys' week been? And I want to use a, a little therapy technique where I say, what's your thorn in your rose of the week? So, a thorn is like something that maybe not so great, but the rose is something great, something that made you happy. Uh, Beans, go ahead. Why don't you start off? All right. So, a thorn in my rose this week, I'd have to say... Um, Trying to figure out what this play is going to look like because I wrote a play called Transparency to Play, which is coming in December. And though I'm doing it for the first time, there's a lot that comes with it. Where our volunteers going to be? Where's these people going to be? It's just a lot mm -hmm. of that. But it's beautiful at the same time because I'm being very radical about it. I'm not counting myself out or telling myself I don't have these type of resources. I'm just making it happen. And I feel beautiful about it right now. Got on some body butter, some beer oil with no beer. You get what I'm saying? But <laughs> We working on yeah, that. It's gonna come in. It's gonna come it's in. There. In due time. No shave November. So yeah, there you go. You yeah, intentional with it. Exactly. Okay. Right. And you got the shirt. Yeah. Come on, come on, yo, yo. I'm I see you. We see you. I'm present. I'm very present You're right here. now. So yes, that's how I feel. That that body butter smell good, by the way. I I've, I've been smelling it and I'm like, oh, is that L Y L body but I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. Is yeah. it your brand? Nope. It smells good. Yeah, Thank you. it does smell good. What about you, Ayo? What's your thorn in your rose of the week? Um, my thorn of the week was basically trying to be more intentional with just like planning my days out, mm -hmm. being active at the gym and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but my rose was my friends from college came out here, and you know I feel like we have long distance like long distance relationships now that we graduated from Hampton, right. so. I feel like I'm in a I'm dating my friends, so I haven't seen them in months, so they're here. Right. So I'm really excited about that. And y'all can have a good time this weekend. Yeah, it's overwhelming because yeah. you know you you haven't seen somebody in so long. Right, and you're trying yeah. to get everything done. Right. So yeah. yeah, and then when people come to LA, like they want to do everything, everything that they see on TV, and it's just like it's not possible. How long are you gonna be here? Right. Like, and yeah. it'd be the little stuff that you don't even realize they want to do. Like, right. Oh, I want to go to Roscoe's. I'd be like, damn, I haven't even. Right, exactly. I don't even be going long. to Roscoe's no yeah. more. People, I see the same commonalities that people do when they come to LA. They want to go to cookies. They want. It's just yeah. so much like right. basic stuff. But yeah. I mean, and you got to go to Slauson and all right. that. So it's like, okay, stuff that's like regular. Like, let me go get a ring real quick from Slauson. Is like, no, like, they want to go there and experience it. So right. yeah. that type of stuff. But we having a good time. That's good. That's good. I, I would say for me. My thorn this week is just, you know, feeling 
very overwhelmed by the things that I want to do. Like, I have so many ideas in my head, and I want to accomplish them, but when I do that, sometimes I forget to take care of myself. Mm. And, like... Y'all, I lost my garage door opener, and I know that that sounds, like, small, but that's been a big inconvenience for the week. Right. Like, I've been having to park on the street, wait for my roommate to get up to let me out, let me in. Like, that's been a big inconvenience. So, I mean, that's my thorn, you know, adulting stuff. Uh, My rose, hmm, my rose, uh, well, let's just say there's something that I'm working on, and I had a photo shoot for it, and it went really, really well. And I'll be announcing that in January. So be on the lookout for that. Um, so that was my rose because it's like, oh, wow, all my hard work is finally, you know, coming into fruition. So I'm really excited about that and happy about that. Um, so today we're it's going to get it's going to get deep today. I feel it like I, I, I'm, I'm a little scared because I'm like, Nia, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't but be I, might, I might cry. I might cry today because this is something that uh, is very near and dear to me. And right. this summer, me and my therapist had to work on it a lot right. because I was just struggling with it. Uh, you know, as you get older, your body changes. Right. And yeah, sometimes you're used to your body looking a certain way and it changes over time or you gain weight and you can't get that teenage body back. You can't get that high school body back. So today we're talking about body image. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because it's something that came up in therapy for me. Um, so and I'm really interested to know, do guys struggle with body? Absolutely. Like, let's let's get into it. I don't know, I'm feeling very silly. I'm excited, but I'm also like mm-hmm. enthusiastic about sharing this information with people and letting them know that they're not alone with whatever thoughts that they may have in their solitude. Okay. So I will say I'll ask my guests first. <laughs> don't make that face. My guests. So as far as your body image, the way that you view yourself, how do you think that was formed? Um, number one, I, I didn't realize it was, it was mostly formed by my mother, Mm -hmm. like, and my family, but also like the schools I went to, what we were seeing on TV at my age. And then just like, you know, California is a a different place compared to other places. Right. So that's where I got my idea of how I view myself. Mm Mm-hmm. At a young age, like image and body and all that has been like, I think I be, I could think about it at night. I'll be dreaming about like a look that I've had for years. So, yeah, it's been since I was a kid. When you say California, what do you mean by that being different from other places when it comes to body image? Okay. So I grew up um, in Pasadena and my mother, I never met my, I didn't meet my dad to like this year. So 2021. Okay. My mother is small. She ran track. She had a real athletic build, real just, she's only like 5'4". And then out here, you know, people are really small. Like Mm -hmm. small look, small vibe. And then you go down south and you go other places like the East Coast where women are like really thick. Bodacious. (laughs) I hate that word. (laughs) Um, But they just thick, like real, like thick, have ass and boobs and, Mm -hmm. can I say ass? Yeah. Yeah, they have, they got just body. Right. And so my mother did not um, understand, I don't, I personally think she didn't understand that because she would be, I remember being little, she'd be like, 
you gotta like suck your stomach in or you gotta do this. Mm. And I had always been thick. And as I got older, I realized like, well, me to my dad, them them in Texas, they built they built different. Right. right. Like yeah. women are really built way different. Right. And I got my father's jeans mm-hmm. and I have his build instead of my mom's. So mm-hmm. all my life she was trying to get me into like this solid, lean person. Right. And I've never been like I was never going to be small. Mm. So I think that was like it for her. Right. She envisioned like a track body or mm. like a super fit or body. Or she was expecting you to look like her. I think right. so. And yeah. she didn't know how to manage that fully. And so that was just always in my head. Like, right. I had an idea, I, an ideal image since childhood. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Beans? Represent uh, for the fellas. Represent for the fellas. So... I would say I got my body image confidence slash I'm like a combination of both my parents because my dad is taller than my mom, but I got my mom's height, but my dad like shoulders and things like that. And Mm -hmm. to speak about what you were talking about earlier, I think right now I'm at this mean crossroad where sometimes I look at images back from high school when I was playing sports and I'm looking now and thinking about how I used to be able to eat whatever and it would just roll off to where now you look at that menu like, cool, I can eat that, but how much am I going to have to work out to get it off? Right. So that's where I'm at with it now, looking into like different diets, like keto and all the people talk about ketosis i'm like oh this is just too much right it's adulting i hate diets oh right i really hate it's a lifestyle instead of just a diet right because i feel like every time i'm on a diet like i'm always hungry Mm -hmm. and then when i get off the diet i just go way far off the deep end like well what was the point of the diet you are you at uh randy's donuts right like what's going on but I also feel like you deserve to be like happiness should be the forefront. Right, so how right. you feel about yourself is should be the foundation. So mm-hmm. I'm at a place where I'm happy with myself. I have great self-esteem, but I still have a certain way that I want to look and right. I want to fit my clothes. So I'm more so taking steps towards that. But I feel like I've always stayed in like a decent space. It's more so me versus me versus me. My parents never really like put any pressure on me as far as how I should look. Right. Just more so how am I taking care of myself and stability. Like right. you could be whatever. Right. But that's how it's been my experience as a male. Mm-hmm. I would say my my experience is a little similar to Io because my mom is four eleven. Okay. And she probably weighs like a hundred and ten pounds soaking wet. Okay. Right. Like my whole life she's been smaller than me. Since I was in the fourth grade, I've been bigger than my mom. Okay. So my perception of size has definitely changed over time. But when I was a kid I definitely thought something was wrong with me because everybody else is smaller than they mom. Right. Everybody else is like, you know, way smaller than their mom. Don't wear the same clothes size as their mom. I was wearing my mom's clothes size when I was like in Fourth grade, same, fifth grade. <laughs> so I, I couldn't fit her shoes no more after the third grade. Right. So I really thought, like, damn, I'm big. Right. Like, I'm big as hell. And people look at me now like, Nia, what? You thought you were big? You're this, you're that. And I'm like, but, y'all, my mom is, is so little. My grandma is probably the same size. And all my mom's side of the family, most of the women are very tiny, very right. small. And... My my body image kind of came from my mom. Like my mom used to always do this thing where she would like slap my leg. She'd be like, "Girl, you so thick, you so," yeah. and grab my thighs. And I I hated that. 
I'm like, why are you pointing out how much bigger my thigh is than yours? It was just like something that made me self-conscious. Right. And I don't think that my mom was doing it. Obviously, I know she wasn't doing it to hurt me, but it, it's like the things that you point out over and over again, that shapes the way your child views themselves. So if right. you're always pointing out, damn, Nia, you big. Damn, Nia, you tall. Damn, Nia, you weigh this much. Damn, you, you, you a size nine now? You a size this now? Like, I've literally been this size probably since, like, the eighth grade. So right now I look small. But in eighth grade when I was looking like this, people were like, dang, you, you going to play volleyball? You going to play this? You going to play that? Like, yeah. I, I always felt bigger. And even right. um my first cousin, Tatiana, she used to be so much smaller than me. She used to be under my chin. So I really just thought, why am I not the same size as the other kids around me? And um, even with uh, hair, I got my hair pressed all the time as a child. Did, did you have a perm? Because everybody got that perm story. I never had a perm in my life, but um, I... Okay, so my mother used to be... my. Fa- and it wasn't just my mother. I didn't even say that. It was my family. My family used to be on me just like you because, you know... You had a bill, but my family, my mom, my mom, she wanted me to wear different types of styles. So I kind of, I just was shaped by everybody else growing up. So I would wear my, my mom would try to have me in braids. I used to love to swim. I used to love to swim. But then like, I remember going to school and they'd be like, you don't got no weave. You don't wear your hair straight. You don't do this. And I'd be like, dang. I'm going to keep swimming. I got to keep these braids in my head. So then I've stopped swimming and then went straight. Like, Mm. you can ask my friends now. They could tell you I used to come to school with, like, a fresh press and curl every week because my mom knew how to do hair. So she was always, I'd be like, "Mm mm-mm, I need my hair bone straight or I need, like, some curls. So I went through all that stuff as well. Do guys go through, like, hair issues like or is it just like we just cut it you didn't have a choice i think it probably varies in different households Mm -hmm. like for example my dad no all right so i started living with my grandmom so by the time i transitioned and started living with my dad at that point i feel like i was bred to mature very early like Mm -hmm. take care of yourself iron your own clothes wash your own laundry type of thing so how you want to show up in the world is how you want to show up in the world but the commonality that i'm hearing in both of y'all is a lot of like young women look to their mother as like guidance like how am i supposed to show up so when certain things are pointed out sometimes you point them back at yourself like is it did god just make me this way am i you know different things like that but personally now i think i kind of developed my own bop as far as how I wanted to show up. And then around that area, you know, everybody wanted to have waves or when AI had braids, like, oh, am I going to get braids? Right, and then you got yeah. all these rappers coming out, Jay Quan, different day. You know, you just wanted to be like the right. people you saw on TV. Yeah. But outside of that, it was like no pressure mm-hmm. to be anything that I didn't want or how I wanted to present. That's amazing to me how just your experience growing up versus like a black woman experience is just like completely opposite. It'd be completely different for men. Right. Women, we have to groom ourselves physically, mentally, right. all that. Our hair, and our hair is like one of the biggest things like my mom always used to press my hair all the time. Like I never really wore my hair natural until I was an adult. Wow. Because it was either press your hair, put it in braids. Press your hair, put it in braids. Right. I used to have, when I was in middle school, I would get my hair done every two weeks. Get washed, right. blow dry, press. Like, and Same. then I got a perm when I was in fifth grade because my mom was just like, your hair is too nappy. It's too this. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. 
And that kind of weighs on you. You're like, dang, like, what's wrong with my hair? What's wrong with my hair? And also on top of that, I went to a private school where I was the only black kid until I was in fourth grade. So I'm already feeling different. And I remember <laughs> there's like this funny picture. And I might I might give it to Keith so he could put it in here. But like I, my mom pressed my hair for my kindergarten graduation pictures. And it was so pretty. But you're kindergarten. You play outside. Right. You think my hair was looking like that on them pictures? No. My hair was like, whoosh. And I was always so embarrassed by that because I was like, I didn't understand, like, why can the white kids go play and their hair still curl and still straight? But when I go play, my hair just poofed up. And I just remember, like, that being, like, a defining thing for me. Like, I'm never going to let this happen to me again. Right. Like, I, I can't play. I can't do what the other kids do. I have to make sure that my hair is looking right. And that had a lasting effect on me until my adult. And I actually had a conversation with my mom about it. And she was just like, what? What I say doesn't affect you. And we had a whole Girl. thing on that. And I'm just like, are you for real? Yeah. You're the biggest influence I have. Right. So, and then my mom, too, got her hair done every week. Right. Every single week, she was she had perm. She had the little short, you know, little short mom cut. Yeah. You know, like the old, like Nia Long, cut. yeah, like the Nia I Long like cut. Yeah, she used to have that. So yeah, my my views on hair definitely changed over time. But I I do give credit to Hampton. We both went to Hampton, by the way. I don't I know. know I'm up here with some pirates, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, pirates. Yeah. pirates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hampton definitely helped me change my views on hair. Hampton changed my views on just my look in, in like as a as as a whole. Right. I always felt like you know when I first got to Hampton, I remember I was like everybody here natural. And this is when all you had was like Cantu and Shea Moisture. But like the girls was like no no gel no this no petroleum. We gonna be natural the whole way. Everybody just was beautiful. And then everybody over was the doing years, a big chop too. Yeah, I went. I did a big chop sophomore year, and so. It just helps shape you. It helps shape me into like, this is who I want to be, right? Or like more of learning, like, no, this is what we are. Black women look like this. Black men like look like this. We don't got to conform to X, Y, or mm-hmm. Z. Don't get me wrong. You have people who are like, you know, Hampton, you dress, right? You wearing oh clothes. yeah, oh yeah. Don't, we don't we definitely dress, yeah. We definitely was dressing up. We but definitely you, was dressing it's a up. part of like learning. You learn your process and. Just understanding what it is that you like and what you want to look like. So by the time I came back here, they were like, "You look different." Or your hair was this. I was. I think I went to a party with a wash and go, and this boy was like, "You got a Jerry curl?" I was like, "No, <laughs> not a Jerry curl." I was like, "This not right." I'm hair. telling you, Cali people are different. They're really different. When you come back here, it just be weird energy. Like I was like, "This is my real hair." So a woman even was like. You need to stop lying. Stop saying you use water and gel. You your hair doesn't look like that. I was like, I cut my hair off. It looks like this. Right. Audacity. Yeah. And in the workplace too, it's like when I have a wig on or when my hair is straight, I get so many compliments. Nia, you look so pretty. I love the new hairstyle. I love it. But when I get braids and stuff, they'll be like, you know, you change your hair a lot. Right. You change your hair a lot. It's funny about that. They don't they don't even know that you peeping it. Right, exactly. Exactly. I think we get approached differently based on our hair. Mm-hmm. What I, how I wear my hair straight, I get a whole different type of man than I do versus when I'm natural or when I'm bald. Like now, bald, I get a plethora of different things. I may get a woman, a, I get anybody. That I feel <laughs> right. like I, it can vary, but when my hair is straight or I have a weave or just real slick, 
it's a totally different type of energy versus when I'm natural, I have braids. So it's very interesting. Yeah, like when I have like a weave or straight hair or even like this ponytail. I was walking out of my house this week. Damn, you fine. Damn, you fine. Uh, What's your name? Let me get. I'm like, oh, gosh. But like when I have braids or I got. Oh, I got hit on by a woman for the first time. Okay. At the at the uh Culver City Mall and she was like, I just love what you have going on, this poetic justice type of <laughs> I love it. I was just like, I appreciate the compliment. I'm straight, but I appreciate that. Like I, I really appreciate that compliment. Or I get uh, hey queen. Right. Like, you look so beautiful. That it, queen cr- stuff <laughs> that take that It's starting to get played. It's starting I'll to get I'll be played. like, man. The queen with the short hair, the braids be a whole. It's just mm-hmm. funny, right? It's funny, yeah. But it, I've noticed it's it's a California thing too. Like it's something out here. I'm from Jersey. You get what I'm saying? I don't know much about that. I just observe and I just watch. Yeah, but I was. I, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like I know why the dudes use queen and all of that like i'm a guy i gotta know why they they think that it's like breaking some type of ice they think it's like i'm empowering her if i call her queen not knowing that it's so overused that it kind of lost its value at this point yeah but i think the biggest difference between like the west coast and the east coast is um like the skin tone thing too like when i went to hampton i never felt more beautiful Mm. than in my life like, I've never been liked for my skin. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's always like, oh, you're That's pretty a for a dark-skinned girl, or you, you're all right, or you okay, but this girl looks better, blah, blah, blah. But dudes would come up to me and be like, oh, you so chocolate. Like, <laughs> I love that. Like, oh, you got that Not pretty that. skin. And I'm like, me? Who, me? I used to be like, I didn't even know how to take a compliment with that. I'd be like, get out of my face. They'd be like, well, you mean? I'm like, no, because I thought you were trying to be funny. Right. I remember a dude out here called me thick. And they, I thought, I remember I did not wear shorts. They were these South Pole, these South Pole shorts. <laughs> South Pole. And I love these shorts. My mom bought me them, like, in three in three different colors. And then, what was the Run DMC's daughters? The, oh, the pastries. oh, pastries. Yeah, pastries. I had the strawberry shortcake pastries on. Mm-hmm. And I remember they was like, hey, they calling you thick. And I was so embarrassed because none of my friends were thick. And then I came back to the, I went to Hampton and then I moved east went to New York and they were like you're thick and you're beautiful you're chocolate I was like oh my god like it was it's so triggering because you don't even realize you don't realize those it means two completely different things coast to coast yeah Yeah, like and you go to Hampton and they all in your face about like your looks or your features that Mm -hmm. you remember like you used to get I used to get clowned on my lips all the time boy was like you got sausage lips I used to be like this (laughs) and I I do it as an adult Mm -hmm. and so then you move and they be like you so fine or this you talk about your lips I'm like, oh my god! I don't know if this is a real compliment or if this is like a right. You don't even know whether to trust now, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to knock East Coast dudes or whatever because I'm an East Coast no, dude better. from the bone. No, no. So this, this, I guess this is my approach, no. right? Because I remember saying something in high school that my mother had to like correct me on. Like I, I was playing around with this girl in high school. I moved too fast and I like. I hit my eye on the wall, right? Had to get stitches, whatever like that. Mm-hmm. I saw something on TV, and I repeated it to my mom, just being angry in the car. Like, see, that's why I can't stand black girls. <gasps> no, no, look, no, look. It's, it's a point that I'm getting. I remember seeing that, thinking that she was just going to let me rock. She's like, what? I'm, I'm a black girl. Your grandmama a black girl. Right. Your aunt a black girl, blah, 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 blah. Matter of fact, pay for your copay. And I remember that was like my last bit of bread, but... 
it taught me a lesson and I guess where I'm getting at is now as an adult I realized that I've always loved black women had love for them but I had to learn to appreciate them mm-hmm. and there's a there's a difference I really appreciate like what has made me become the man I am today and I think a lot of dudes if they ever get to that point they don't always like they Everyone, I feel like, loves their mother for the most part. Like, if right. we're talking about dudes, but do you appreciate her t- to the point where you want a reflection of that in the person that you're trying to attract right. or the woman that you run into? Right. So when you meet someone, you know it's a difference between you look pretty for a black girl or I appreciate your skin. Like, I can see the sun reflecting off. It's, it's just a difference. Right. A lot of people don't get to that point. So yeah. I'm only speaking for myself when I'm saying I had to learn to appreciate them. Right. And my childhood, like, my dad is dark-skinned, and I, I've been dark-skinned my whole life, but my mom is a little lighter. People on my mom's side of the family are a little lighter. So they will always point out, like, Oh, like, yeah, you're so pretty. Like, I love your skin sometimes. But sometimes it'd be like, oh, don't be in the sun too long. Right. Don't do this for too long. Like, oh, you can't wear that lipstick because you're too dark. You can't wear this type of makeup because you're too dark. That doesn't look good on you. You can't wear this color because you're too dark. That doesn't look good on you. And it definitely made me aware early on that, like, I'm different. I'm different. I'm dark skinned. And even as far as like my high school crushes or my middle school crushes, like they will always go after the light skinned girls with the weave, with, you know, uh, the, the earrings. And I just felt like, dang, like, how can I compete? How can I even compete with that? I feel like that, that color, your skin, like your skin color, along with like body image, can really play a role into like how you develop and how you pan out in your thoughts to yourself. Cause like, for the longest, I used to feel the same way. I knew a lot of men, even still, will try to, like, you know, they'll try to... It's a thing. I don't even consider myself, like, a BBW or a big person, or a, but I'm not a little person. I'm definitely in the medium. But I also feel like men will... They'll try to date you on the low. I've had I've literally had someone say, like, I want to mess with you on the low versus, like, dating outwardly. Mm. Because of, like, I think... I would definitely say it's size, and I definitely think it's, like... Also complexion. I don't think they always notice it because men will be like, I don't, I love dark skinned women or I love brown women. I'd be like, you ain't never even dating one though. Right. It's like exactly. you're, never even, you're not outward with, you know, brown women or dark skinned women, chocolate women. I only, if I only see you dating, you know, mixed people, biracial mm-hmm. girlies, no diss to them. I, I'm not trying to hear none of that. Right. It's, it's going to make me look at you differently if I definitely. see all your ex-girlfriends are way lighter and I'm the first dark-skinned person that you even talk to. And I was watching um, Colin Kaepernick's uh, show on Netflix and he was talking about like skin tone and stuff. But what is interesting to me is on the show, he went to uh, Homecoming with this very pretty dark-skinned girl and... The parents actually hid his photo. He was adopted by white people, by the way. Right. But they hid the homecoming photo and didn't put it up. But when he went to uh, Winter Formal with a white girl, they put the photo right up on the mantle. Mm. And it was just like, wow, like that that's crazy to me. But also, too, like a lot of it seems like and, you know, y'all could correct me if I'm wrong. But it seems like a lot of lighter skinned guys are more comfortable with being with darker skinned females. But the darker skinned guys don't, don't want to be with the dark skinned females. It's, it's a, 
a lot of it is influenced based off of what you see on TV mm-hmm. and social media and things like that. But even prior to social media, you got to think in the rap videos, they always had the, the lighter skinned girls that right. they were going after, after. If you think about just like the people that you see in the magazines that they portray as like beautiful. Right. A lot of them wasn't always like the darker women mm-hmm. and especially at I'm not a younger black woman, like that's not my inner child. But when I think about a younger girl, I have cousins who would see what's being portrayed on TV and different things like that. Mm-hmm. They're telling themselves, Maybe I'm not beautiful based off of the jokes that they might get from their peers at school or right. even some of the fa- family, family members. Family members. It's really right. don't go outside, you're gonna you're gonna be darker or right. blah blah blah. You was African booty scratcher. Right. You're looking at different things or if you have cousins who are lighter than you, right. you're looking at how people tell them, Oh my God, you're so pretty mm-hmm. and then when it comes to you, you don't hear nothing. They don't know kids remember all of those things. Man. That impacts them when they're transitioning into dating and things like right. that because they've never gotten the certain compliments like, Oh my God, your eyes are so pretty. Things like that. And I guess I'm I can even put myself in it to this, right? Me and my cousin are the same skin tone, but he has hazel eyes. And I remember people always telling, we could be standing right next to each other, oh, my God, your eyes are so beautiful. And me thinking like, damn, like, what's wrong with my eyes? I'm old <laughs> yeah. now. I know I got these cool chestnut joints going on now. <laughs> but back then, I remember thinking, like, maybe I don't have nice eyes because no one ever tells me that right. I have nice eyes. Yeah. And it, like I said, it goes hand in hand with skin tone. Right. It goes hand in hand with body shape, all that. Like, kids don't forget anything. Also, like, you know. I feel like people who are of darker complexion, they get mistreated and get treated significantly different than those of lighter complexion. Mm-hmm. Like, my friends don't get approached the same way, and I'm not the darkest of dark, but it's like, I just see how, like, they get treated, or they're always, like, the aggressor in TV, and then they make, like, the black couple that is together, like, a soft, light-skinned girl. Right. She's so sweet. But the dark-skinned girls are the ones being bullies or, by, uh, you know, just being aggressive. I went to a club in Hampton, and this photographer came up to me and was like, just me and my friend randomly, and just sitting down, he was like, I could tell you're the nice one and she's the mean one. And I, I was like, what? He That's was like, wild. my friend was like, she didn't say anything. He was like, yeah, but you know, you know how those dark skin girls are. He was like, I know you're sweet. And I'm like, that's crazy. What? I still would, I would beat your ass in this club. But like, <laughs> that's really wild of you to say that. You don't, you don't even know me. Right. I haven't you even know said nothing. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think uh, Beans brought up a good point. It's just like, you have to pay attention to what you're glorifying to these kids. Cause it's not that my parents said anything like overtly negative or about, intentionally right intentionally they weren't intentionally trying to hurt me but when you praise something else a lot and you just don't acknowledge the other part or the other kid then that sends a subliminal message that my skin is not good enough or i would be prettier if i was lighter i would you know i would I'll, be this if i was less heavy or if yeah grabbing my arm don't ever grab my arm like this that's weird. My grandma does that to me all the time. Right. She'd be like, oh, my God, your arms are this. Yeah. Or, like, grabbing my stomach, grabbing my thigh. That's Ooh. not, I don't like that. Not, my, and it's so sad because in the black family, they'll, that'll, you know, that'll be the start of a conversation. I'll come home. Wow, girl, you, you look, you. You looking big, or you put you oh, lost that's the pounds. that's it's a like, grandma's yeah. fr- favorite right. line. 
Damn, you gaining some weight, huh? Yeah. Okay. Or like, like, stop addressing my size. That's not an intro to a conversation. Right, that's not a greeting. Oh, you, you going off, keep going. Yeah, like, that's, not how, yeah. that's not, that's not how we're about up. to start this. Don't. Yeah. Because you know it's crazy? Like, thinking about things like that, like how people try to have those intros. Oh, you this, this, and that. But don't let me fire it back because I'm going to start really yeah, hitting some right. nerves. But then we disrespectful if we fire back. Right. You know that guy mm-hmm. from Superbad? Uh... He was the he was the chubby friend. Yeah, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. I, he, I know exactly. I've what you're been talking about. watching a lot of his stuff. He went on um, Jimmy Kimmel, and the first thing is like, "Yeah, bro, you were looking good. You were looking dusty before. You lost some weight." And he was like, "Seriously, bro, like, I don't like when you address like my image. It's, it doesn't make me feel good. I don't feel any better. Like, do you feel good that you're addressing that? I know I'm big, or I know I've gained weight, and I know I lost weight, but like, it's not a subject." Right. That'd be a subject. I think he said, too, like, even if I lose weight, like, don't acknowledge that either. Just don't comment on my body image altogether because you guys are always pointing out that I lost weight, that I gained it back, and it's not good for your mental. Tag me. Please tag me. Go ahead. (laughs) You know what it is, though? This is the thing. Like, people are only spewing out their own insecurities. So it's like, let me not let the attention come on me, so let me point out yours. Like, even if they're not labeling it as insecurity, why are you trying to – Make me a topic of of subject, like right. you know what I mean. And it, like I said, a lot of times it's a reflection of the insecure things going on within themselves. Because mm-hmm. if people don't have anything to highlight within their lives, they try to point out other things in other people's lives. Yeah, and and they don't even realize how that can play a, take an effect on you. For example, I haven't bought clothes for myself in like this year because I genuinely was struggling with just like. What do I even want to look like? Mm-hmm. You know? And, um, oh my God, I'm going to try. I just always Sorry. felt like the subject of like what one looks like is, it's just so crazy to me. Cause like y'all really don't know what people are, um, dealing with. People all the time would be like, oh my God, you're so pretty or you're so this. But it's like y'all really don't know. I went through like two years. I didn't look in the mirror. Cause I genuinely thought like I looked crazy. But people used to tell me I was beautiful all the time. But, that should be in your mind. Right. Like, that should really be in your mind. Maybe I'm about to start my period. That's why I'm crying. <laughs> but, like... You good. That you shit good. is, like... Keeping it real. That shit is really annoying. Like, what I look like or what, um, you know, like, my face may get big. Anything. Or, like, my stomach may be huge for, like, a few weeks. But it's like, y'all don't have to always talk about that shit. Right. And I hate feeling like I have to even, like... Me being emotional about it is even just... I didn't realize it bo- it bothered me so right. much. Like, yeah. that it stuff sticks is, with you. Yeah, it that stuff you. really is annoying. Right, like, it sticks you with you. You'll get... I've even gone to the extent of thinking about, like, getting a consultation for, like, weight loss surgery. Or, like... I think I, I called myself, like, Photoshopping my stomach one time. And I was like, bitch, what are you doing? Like, this is not you. Like, mm-hmm. you're really a... I know I'm pretty. But it's, like, it's so much that you may have to... It just, it can be ingrained. Right, it's like, ingrained. It's from that child, those like, childhood Or, like, why are you telling me to be vegan? I eat healthy. I can cook. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, I eat healthy all the time. Right. And it's like, I don't want, I I don't want to hear that shit. Right. Truthfully. I think, I think the I biggest thing it. is, like, accepting yourself. Right. Accepting yourself. And my dad, even though my mom was very, like, particular about the way I look and how I was presented, my dad... Oh, man, I love my dad. He always, 
gave me some encouragement. Nia, you look beautiful today. Nia, you look nice today. I yeah. like your outfit. I like your natural hair. I like when you wear your hair in dreads. Like, he still does that to this day. And he saw me, um, you know, bringing it all back to why I was talking about it in therapy. This this summer, I think I went through a phase where I was obsessed with my weight to the point where I was, like, crash dieting. I wasn't eating. And my, my um, therapist was like, Nia, you need to you know, learn to accept yourself because it sounds like you're you're starting an eating disorder. And that mm. really, like, you know, took me back. I was like, an eating disorder? Like, when I think of eating disorders, I think of, like, anorexic, like, girls that are super skinny. And I was just like, me, an eating disorder? But my dad was like, Nia, you need to learn to love your body. You right. need to accept your body for what it is because it's always going to change. That's the that's the simple fact. Your body is always changing. And I think I compared myself too much to my college weight or my high school weight. And in the past two years, I've gained like 20 pounds. And people don't can't really see it. But it's just to me, it's like, damn, Nia, you let yourself go. You let yourself go. Why, why are you not working out as much? Why are you not doing this as much? Why are you not eating healthy as much? But like being said earlier, it's about happiness too. Right. Yeah. You we, can, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not finished. No, I was just saying like you, you can't, it's okay to be healthy. It's okay to work out, but it's about happiness. It's about accepting yourself because you're sometimes you're chasing something that can never be obtained. I mean, unless it's surgery or something, but you'll be chasing that for forever and never be happy. Right, chasing that, chasing that image, that that perception that you deemed as though okay, or this is what beautiful would look like for me. If I look like this, then this is me being in tip top shape. Or right. if I was to look like this, then it'll impact my happiness and I'll feel better about myself. But it has to start with you, like today. Right. Not saying you can't challenge yourself to be a certain form, but what I realize, at least, I keep. Like in, in my personal experience, when I am making these comparisons, looking at high school pictures versus now or different things like that, like, man, where did I go wrong? You start to really beat right. yourself up. Like, when when did this happen? Right. And I feel like uh, what can really set a person up for success is really sitting with yourself, looking at every blemish on your body, different things like that, and accepting it as still, I'm beautiful. I I create my own definition, not these beauty magazines right. or different things like not that. Not Instagram. Not Instagram. Not comparing yourself. Oh, those are big goals. So my relationship needs to look like that for me to have. It, it rolls into every different yeah. thing, but you have to sit with yourself and be like, I'm cool based on whatever the outcome is because I'm creating the question and the answer right. to it. Stop looking for other people for that validation right. as far as you're beautiful. Or even you hit it on the nose, people leading with image as a conversation. You walk in, oh, somebody's been eating a little bit. Or they like. Yeah. People also, are pissing me off. Y'all have to. I think it's important for. Um, it's two things. One, be careful of social media. Mm. Social media will really fuck you up and have you thinking that you're doing something wrong or you look a certain way. Um, and you're you. Just all the way around from fucking career goals to internal look, external look. Mm -hmm. Like, really, it, sometimes you may have to take a break, too, because you, you'll realize, like, social media will impact a lot of your thought process and have right. you thinking you tripping. And you're really not. Or like you're, you're not like, where you're supposed to be. And yeah. you're really doing great. Like, I don't, I don't, I feel, I used, I used to feel like a weird one out of my friend group because they love, like, relationships on the internet they'll be like did you see so and so they look so cute they look like this they look so cute i don't i don't want what meg and party guy i don't want what sierra and russell right. got. 
I want what Io and whoever is right. gonna have. Like, yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, to me, I need yeah. to like that. I can't. I can't get with it because I feel like how if I'm not happy with myself, how am I, what what the fuck do I look like trying to create what Sierra and Russell did? They're like, right. oh my god, do I have to go through the heartbreak? I don't want to hear that. And two, the your the men like y'all need to love on your daughters more. Like Nia mm-hmm. said, hearing her dad say you were so you were so beautiful, you were so you were so this. I think that's really important. When I get compliments from men, I don't. You don't realize how that can really like make your day, right? And not even in a. I mean, I feel like opposites are supposed to attract, and men are gonna attract women, vice versa. But like, I don't know. Like compliments be they be cool, right? Compliments be, are great, but it's also good to compliment yourself. But right. back to the social media thing because that's a big issue in the younger generation. I think since we came like. When social media was starting, we're a little better. But these kids are on Instagram from when they in, like, elementary. So that's the first thing that they're seeing. Like, it impacts so many girls, like, self-esteem and body image. And even, like, girls developing eating disorders to look like the girls that they see. And when I'm in therapy and I'm trying to help these young girls, I'm like, body image is not just about appearance. It's about who you are on the inside. It's about how how you treat people. It, it should encompass all of those things, not just the way that you look. And I think that has helped me with my body image as I as I've gotten older. Because it's like it's not just about your body, near, but like look at the things that you do, look at the things that you accomplish, like the person that you are to your friends and your family. Like you're a great person, right. and understanding beauty comes in all shapes and all colors and all everything. Like. I, I do like how, I mean, this is kind of cliche, but like Beyonce had the brown skin girl, like, and people were really outraged. And it's just like, y'all don't know how much we need stuff like that. How yeah. much little girls need to see yes. stuff like that. Yes. Because I didn't see that when I was little. The only brown skin girl was Brandy. And shout out to Brandy because she'd been beautiful and black her whole life. And wearing braids. Right. And wearing braids. But it was just Brandy, like, when we were kids. Like, it wasn't anybody else for real. But kids need to see that. Right. They need to see those positive images. And men need to see that. We go hard on men, too. They be getting on niggas' hairlines. I'm right. like, leave that man alone. Right. Leave that man alone. Yeah. And I do it, too. I'll clown sometimes, but, like... Mm-hmm. I had to sit back and be like, you don't want nobody talking about you. So stop getting on their hairline so much or stop getting on like, you know, oh, his beard don't connect or, oh, he got a little this. It's like, (laughs) but it's (laughs) smelling like beard oil right now, man. My beard on fourth and inches. I just just feel like we need to leave people looks alone sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. you really don't know. I just told y'all I could not look in a mirror for two years. You would never know that like something small, like a small comment could have like set that off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, you just got to let it be. Yeah. Focus on other things that other other than what I look like. Uh, you know, say I'm a nice person. Say I'm a caring person. Like, give me a compliment like that versus just commenting on, oh, you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. Or I like your hair straighter more than I like it curly. Just think about what you say. Right. Um, or even like, I'm not a woman, but I've, I've seen it before. Like, your hair is one way. It's kind of, oh, cool. I see you got your hair done nice. And then you walk in with a different way. It's like, woo, you look 
grudge. Right. You switch exactly. Else. Oh, be mindful, y'all. Be right. Mindful like people don't that. remember that, and and beauty doesn't just have to be physically. You can say something that was beautiful. You can make someone like feel beautiful. Just understand that beauty comes in a lot of different shapes and sizes, like we've been talking about, and just. People don't forget. People don't forget how you made them feel, especially when it's negative. People do not forget different things, and you don't know how your playfulness can make or a negative impact on something and yeah. someone. My last question for the both of you guys: What is something that you can say to someone who is struggling with their body image? Like, what's what's some encouraging words that you could give them? I'm gonna go last. Who okay. yeah? I go. That's a little bit, you know, Jodeci. I was listening to it on the way over here. But something, <laughs> not even my guys. Something that I would say to someone who's experiencing just body image issues is you have to find ways of really developing a healthy relationship with yourself because that will create more grace for you and accept that you are who you are for a reason and. There's power in everything that you can do. It really has to start with you. And if you're an adult, I challenge you to go back to that inner child. Like when you were a, a younger, like when was the first time someone said something negative to you and you remember? When was the first time you felt like your skin was too dark or your skin was too light or your teeth weren't straight enough or your eyes weren't light enough? Go talk to that person and, and find acceptance in that because everything since that situation has multiplied in a negative way because you have been healed from that. So I challenge you to go to the root. And if no one has told you you're beautiful, you're beautiful to me. Okay, Beans. <laughs> you want me to go or you want to? You, you go, yeah. Um, I would say for myself is complimenting myself. Has mm. been really helped me. Like sometimes, like I'm not gonna lie. Like I look at myself, nigga. I be like, dang, man, like you look good. Like, just, dang, like I see the little ab poking. I see you. Like I really, like I'm talking to another person. I'm really just talking to myself because I need to hear it. I need to repeat it. Um, it's similar to kind of like p- positive affirmations. People say those, but like to me, like I look at myself, like coming out the shower or whatever, and I be like, you look good, girl. Like really compliment yourself. Give yourself that love that, you, that you're out there searching for. Like, give it to yourself. Re- that, return it. It's okay to talk to yourself sometimes. That's good. I'm right. laughing because I literally was doing that today. Like, I do, you know, I'm, I, I do the affirmation thing. But yeah. Literally, tell you, like, yo, God, yo, God really took his time. Like, re- be silly with yourself. Right. And really accept it and, and don't look for that validation outside. I mean, to cut over you, right, but right. I just remember based off of the things that you were saying. Right. Okay, Ayo. Um. I think okay. I'm trying. I'm stuck on this. Hold on. Okay, you it's good. Like, you you got have, it. You got you it. Might have to cut this part off. Give me a second. Yeah, you good. No, it's it's all good because it's spooky season. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would honestly say, um, if you when you look better, you feel better. So treat yourself because mm. I feel like. I know times are hard, but I feel like if you need to go get a new shirt or go get your nails done, like that stuff, it makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Like if self care, self care. Yeah, like I decided, like you know, I'm I'm ready to shop for myself, not yeah. slight shop. But, like I really want to do a whole little closet. Like I, you just give yourself a different look, or you know, a new cut, a new color. 
And just like they said, start learning to love yourself. I don't have much advice because I'm still figuring out myself. Right. Like, it's a work in progress. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely a work in progress. For and all I don't, of us. I don't have all the answers on it because I deal with it daily. Some days are better. Some days are different. But just, yeah, try. And, and so we could we could support one another. Yeah. You know? We could, we could hold each other accountable. Like, sometimes as friends, like, we might insult ourselves. Like, dang, I look crazy today. Or I look, no, don't say that. Don't say that. If I'm your friend, like, I'm going to check you. I'm going to be like, don't say that. I'll like, no, you don't look crazy. You don't. Because just like when you tell yourself positive stuff, you feel better. When you tell yourself negative stuff, you start to feel worse, too. Yeah. But yeah. tell me if I'm looking nuts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, don't not tell me hey, I'm looking wild. But, like, for real, I feel like when you when you look better, you feel better. Mm-hmm. So if it's something you want to buy or, like, a look you're going for, I say go get the full fit. Right. Go out and yeah. do it because you'll... Treat yourself. Yeah, when you, when you look fine, you feel fine. I'll be fine. All right, well, we had a really good discussion today. Yeah, this was a good day. Thank you, Io, for joining us today. And, um... I want you guys to follow us on Instagram. Uh, follow us, like our Facebook page, and yep. also, can y'all comment on the YouTube videos? Like, I see y'all watching it, but nobody comment. I would appreciate some comments interact on that. With her. Yeah, interact. Uh, give us a comment on the Apple uh, podcast page as well, and we are out of here. All right, We're thank out. you guys. Thank What's you. good with you? What's Was good with you? Giddy.